Good evening and welcome back to our weekly question and answer series for Anash.org. Um, we'll get to some questions which we got uh, regarding after Pesach, Sphira, and then we'll continue the questions we, which we have received before Pesach. Um, can I buy in a store which sold the Chomots? But they still continued to sell chomots on Pesach. Is it considered that the whole mechira is not a mechira because it shows that the whole selling the chomots was basically a joke, or it is as if he is uh, stealing from the goy? But the mechira is a mechira, and I could purchase chomots from that store. And the answer to this question is. The Mechira is not a Mechira, since he shows that the whole thing was playing, playing a game and uh, he didn't take serious the whole Mechira's Chumatz. And therefore, you cannot buy Chumatz over there because there is Chumatz over Pesach. We know Chumatz, which was in the possession of a Yid, we could not uh, buy and eat after Pesach. It's a Knas which Chazal gave us since a person did not um, sell the chumots or throw out the chumots, so Chazal gave him a knas, a punishment, that you cannot eat it after Pesach. And since this mechira is not a mechira, it is basically chumash uvru for Pesach. Just to note that there are some stores which they make a mechira on the whole store for a goy. That means this seven or eight days, the store belongs to a goy and they make a regular mechira. In this case, if it was made properly, you could buy chomots because it's not chomots of a Jew, which is shuvur Pesach, Because since the store belonged for a goy for this eight days, so over there you could buy chomots. But you gotta know which store it is. There are some stores like that, but most other stores. If it is belongs to a Jewish owner, you cannot buy of their chomots um, because it's chomish over a Pesach. Question: May a woman may a woman do an eyebrow waxing or remove any facial hair in the sphere? Um, Rav Ozner and Rav Shlom Zalman all of the these two say that regarding um, in the three weeks, which you also do not take haircuts, write that uh, eyebrow and removing facial hair for a lady is mutter in the three weeks. So the same will apply also to Yemaya Sphira in the Sphira days. Yes, a woman is allowed to. Uh, uh, do an eyebrow waxing or remove facial hair. And I'm glad you brought it up because every year ahead I have this question uh, from all kinds of women. So now let's make it clear it's not a problem. If there's any of Albala that she should stay uh, nice in the eyes of her husband. So therefore, according to Rabbi Zalman Oyerbach and Ravosner, you could do this in the sphere day, in the day of sphere. Question, what are the guidelines for wearing something new in the sphere? I forgot to wear my new clothes 
on Chalamoid, can it be worn on Shabbos if it's a weekday outfit? Um, the Indian of not putting on new dresses in Sphira is specifically the Nikida because uh, you make a Shechionu. There is a Simcha and uh, you make a Shechionu in it. And we don't make a Shechionu in the Yemaya Sphira as it's mentioned in Hayom Yom. So first of all, if you didn't um, put it on on Yontav, you could still put it on on Shabbos, because on Shabbos you are permitted to make a Shechionu. Now, even though we don't make a Shechionu, when you buy uh, clothing only when it's real expensive clothing, which you don't buy on a daily basis only, you know, once in a blue moon, a kapota, or etc. But still the meaning is that you don't put on expensive um, dresses in the Maya Sphere. So therefore, the option is, yes, you could put it on on Shabbos, but in during the regular days, you should not um, put on a new clothing which you have a simcha in it, I'm not talking about regular day-to-day -day things which you could put on, but I think a dress, which is a nice dress, and uh, although we don't make shechionu, but still it's a simcha when you're putting it on the first time, you should do it on Shabbos. Um, do shoes have the same halacha? No. Shoes you could buy in the Maya Sphere. Shoes, first of all, you don't make a shechionu to begin with, and uh, you could buy an Sphere and uh, you could wear it. Avada Kedai, like a you should put it on, on for Shabbos, but uh, you could also put it on on the weekdays if you want to go uh, to some kind of uh, event or something, you could put it on. Question A person went out and made a Berches Hilunas in Nissen. Um, before Pesach, he saw some kind of red uh, things on the, on the tree and he thought that it's blossoming. But then he had a suffolk and is uh, not sure if it's, it was blossoming. Should he make again a bracha after Pesach till the end of Chodesh Nissen? Um, should you make again a bracha? The answer is no, you cannot make a bracha. Because first of all, it's a suffolk. And you don't make a bracha misuffolk. So therefore you made a bracha. And if you want to say the bracha that's a good idea. But don't say again the bracha with Shem with Hashem's name. Question. If a person did not um, accomplished to make a bracha on a tree on Chodesh Nissen. Could he still make a bracha on Chodesh Ir? The answer is according to the Alter Rebbe, no, you cannot make a bracha Chodesh Ir, only Chodesh Nissen. So you have to make sure uh, tomorrow is the last day of Nissen, you can still make a bracha, but afterwards you won't be able to make a bracha again. The Arsene Poiskin which say you could make a bracha in Ir, but according to the Alter Rebbe, you cannot make a bracha in Chodesh Ir, and therefore you should make sure to make the bracha till tomorrow at night. Question. 
What's the concept of what we know a split before kashering chicken? If it is a Labavitcha Chumra, why don't all Labavitcha chicken meet that standard? Why should I keep that standard? Um, let me just explain a minute what it is, the Indian of split chicken. When you salt a chicken, you have to salt it from both sides. A chicken which is salted today in the, in the company, they salt it inside too. Even though it's not slit open, split open, you, they still put salt inside into the chicken. Outside they salt it, inside they salt it. So according to halacha, there is, shouldn't be any problem. Because according to halacha, if you have a thick piece of meat, if you salt it from all sides, it is considered salted. But some people have a chimera to open it and to split it before the kashering it because the salt should go all over in a very good way. It's a chumra, and if you have such a chumra, why should you stop a chumra? You don't, um, you have such a standard, you don't stop it for no good reason. But if somebody does not have this chumra, should he start with this chumrah? Not necessarily. Because some Rabbonim, which are in the Kashas field, feel that it's Kedai not to split open the chicken. Why? Because sometimes when you split open the chicken and you salt it, sometimes the skin of the chicken uh, is, is like flexible. And sometimes um, it turns over. And when you salt it on top of it, it's not necessarily salted. That means when it's closed, it's connected, so when you salt it, it's covered from all sides. But one, if it's split, it might happen, a piece of, of the skin comes off and it doubles up on top of another piece of skin. And basically, not necessarily it's salted all the way. So other people do not want to make split chickens. But um, a person who has this chimra should keep the chimra. But a person who does not have this chimra, not necessarily he has to start making this chimra. Is it a Labavish Minik? I don't know if it's a Labavish Minik. I know that a lot of Labavish Shkitas do make split, but not necessarily you could say it's a Labavish Minik. It's not written anywhere that you have to split it before cashing it. Question: How long can I wait to give Maser? This is a question which is uh, this is a thing which is totally beminic. It depends on the minic how you started up to give Maser. Uh, Maser kisufim is a machloikus if it's a deraisa or it's only a drabonan. And most poiskim say it's a minik, but a minik which is basically a minik which is uh, mentioned in the poiskim. So, and that's m most of the poiskim agree it's not a daraisa, it's or a drabonan or even a minik. So it depends how you um, took upon yourself the minik. Some people took upon themselves the minik every paycheck to give master. Some people took upon themselves end of the month to give Masa. And some people make the Cheshboinus 
the end of the year. And whichever way you took upon yourself, you could do that. The poise came right that even if somebody makes a cheshmer at the end of the year, it's still okay. So it's very hard to say what you should do, but uh, one thing is for sure, you should have cheshmer and uh, make a cheshmer once a year if, or not once a month and give the master that time. But um, you don't have to do it on a weekly basis, you don't have to do it on a monthly basis. If you are starting now to do this minig and you never had a specific time, you could be macabre, you should do it only the end of the year too. Question. Can women who are eating without men present form a mazuman? A very nice question. The Gemara says, Noshim mazamnas la'atzman. Ladies do say mazuman before benching for themselves. That means they cannot do it together with avodim, they cannot do it with, uh, with men, but they are making mazamnam la'atzman, they make mazimah for themselves. Now, the Zamachlaikis are showing them, when the Gemara says mazamnam la'atzman, they that means they should make ziman for themselves. That means if you have three ladies which ate together a meal, they should make ziman. And that some points can hold. The Draj the Rabbanyoin holds, it's a Khiv. And Shitasarashi is Nushimazamla Asna means they could make a ziman. They don't have to make a ziman, they could make a ziman. The Shikhanorach in Simakif Tzadik Tes Siv Zayin says No Shema Zamnam La'atzmam Rishus that, that means when you have three women who eat together if they want they can make a Mazuman but they don't have to make a Mazuman but the Mechaba says but when they eat with other men then the Mechif to, to, with Zimun and their Yoitza with the Zimun which the men make but they don't say, women do not say Alekeinu uh, in any case. They only say without the Shem's name, not with the Shem's name, even when they do it for themselves. Now, the Or Hashem writes, I, we never heard such a thing that women should make Zimun for their self. And this is also, I saw Shem Zalman Oibach writes that although uh, it says they are permitted to say we never such a thing that women should make mazima for themselves but we have to remember if they ate with men and there is a mazima which the men make they have to be part of the mazima that means they have to answer so therefore a family which has a father with some bacharam and they will make mazima they have to make sure that their wives and daughters come in when they say Zimun. Because, as the Shekhanor states, for themselves they don't say Zimun, but when they eat with other men, they are Mechiev to listen and hear the Zimun of the man. So it's very important, a lot of people do not know, that you have to wait and make sure that your wives should be by the table when you make Zimun, because they are Mechiev to answer with your Zimun. Question. If I am at a wedding and I know I will not be there for benching, 
may I take two other to make the mezimun? Or is it better not to wash it all? Lamasa, the minig is that you go to a chasana and you cannot stay till the end of the benching. You take another two people and you make zimun. And the poiskim already talk about it. There's the tshuva mechis yitzchak, chalik baisim emem gimel, and he, uh, you know, basically is meyash of the minig. That means he agrees that the minig is a minig which is uh, according to the halacha. But he writes that it should be Bershis from the Balasimcha. You have to ask permission from the Balasimcha. Now I think since that's the meaning as people do it, it's automatically it is as if that the Balasimcha agreed since they know that people are doing it. And since this Balasimcha himself, when he goes to other Hasana and he wants to go home, he also makes a Zimah. But they have to make sure to say a Simcha Bemoyna. Because it's a, it's a part of a chasana, so you have to mention a simcha b'moyna. And it's very interesting that Yosef Oymetz, which is a, a way old uh, cipher, Ashkenazic cipher, in Chaylik Aleph, Simon Kif Nintas, he says, yes, there's no problem to make a zimmer by chasana. And it he says like this, in the big seudas, that means chasanas, and it's very hard for people to stay till benching, because they're held or because they don't want to waste their time or because the people are afraid if they're going to stay late till the benching they won't be able to get up in the morning to daven with a minion and learn Torah and he writes there's a hatter to make him a zimman for themselves and he brings a very nice raya from a gemurah we see over there that they made such a thing and uh, the Gemara says that uh, Rashgalisa was angry and, and, and over there we see that the only reason why you should make it is because the Rashgalisa is not, did not agree but if not because of that there, w- there was no problem of making a zimmer for themselves so therefore he says that there's no problem when you're by Hassan and you cannot wait till the benching that you should make a zimmer and go away from the Hassan. But again, as I mentioned before, like the Mitzchitzki writes, you should say Shasimcha B'moinai. Question. A certain family has agreed to host a Masiba Shabbos event that is taking place late in the afternoon. They asked that I leave the place the way I found it. Will cleaning up be considered preparing for the next day? Is there any hatter? that you should uh, clean up the place that when the co- couple comes back, the family comes back, it should be everything found in place. The answer to this question is like this. When you make, you have a Shabbos meal or Shabbos, um, if it's way, way in the afternoon, that means it's almost uh, before this man, that's no question that you cannot clean it up because your only thing why you're cleaning it up is because um, for Mati Shabbos. But if you do it earlier, early on during the day Shabbos, and you still have a couple of hours, you have still have time in the afternoon, it depends. If that family will come back on Shabbos, or if you will stay there after cleaning up on Shabbos, 
then there's no problem of cleaning it up because that's not for Matzah Shabbos. A person is permitted to clean up his house um, in order the house should stay uh, in a nice way because people are there and therefore the the house should be not be messy and should be clean a person could do it on Shabbos because that's Torah Shabbos it's not because of Matzah Shabbos it is Torah Shabbos this is how the Marshagi Chaligal of Simon Samach Allah writes in the Tzitzel So therefore, if there is time after the Masiba Shabbos, which you are going to stay, or the family is going to come back, or any people will stay there, then you can clean it up. But if once the Masiba Shabbos is over, and no one comes back till Matzah Shabbos, so basically you are cleaning it up only that Matzah Shabbos, you shouldn't have to come back Matzah Shabbos and cleaning, clean it up, so that means you are making a tirche and mishabas lechal. You are doing something achona in tirche mishabas lechal, and then you cannot do it. So again, if it's right before the zman or before the shkia, when you finish the mitzvah shabbos, so it's almost almost matzah shabbos, then you cannot clean it up. But if it is before that and somebody stays on their toes. And you're cleaning it up because it should be normal, clean, and not messy, then you are permitted to clean it up. But if after the Masiba Shabbos everybody leaves the house, then you cannot clean it up because then you're cleaning it up for Matzah Shabbos. Okay, we stop here and please join us next week and send in your questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week.